Welcome back to But I'm Still a Good Person by Vince Nicholas. I'm Vince Nicholas. I'm joined by my sparkling wifey, Carolyn Nicholas. Hi. Hello, honey. Thank you for joining me at the dining room table on this episode of the program. Uh, so we had a housewarming party uh, yesterday, and we've fully uh, recovered from it. We're, we're back to normal. Our, our cat, Frankie, uh, Frankie Blue Nicholas, was very apprehensive, uh, even after your family left. Yes. He was kind of poking around, sniffing around. He was sniffing around the whole house, like yeah. so many new smells. Yeah. And... So many, so many, so many uh, Fisher smells. <laughs> um, but he's, he's back to normal. Uh, you've hid the fingernail clippers. Uh, no, you took out the fingernail clippers. You hid them from the fishers. Uh, you, they're back on uh, our our uh, ottoman over there, yes. our our sofa ottoman. So we're back to normal here at the Nicholas household. Uh, we want to thank our guests for uh, not mentioning uh, the giant scratches on the wall and the chips in the paint, uh, especially the giant scratch on the wall. Do you remember how we got that? Was that carrying up the couch? Carrying up the couch. Now you, it was it was a giant couch. It's oh. it's not super heavy, but it's wide. It's, it's wide, and it's thick. like um, Girth. it's really heavy on one side and right. light on the other, so it's like right. it's hard to balance. Yeah, and it was just us two, and mm-hmm. you had hurt your arm. That was the day after I thought my arm was broken. Right. You you oh. went down our stairs, uh. It, in, in an excited state for some reason, <laughs> and you slipped and fell the day before, yeah. uh, and your arm was super... So you were one-armed, and I'm a real man, honey. I don't know if you know, but I lift. Mm. I'm in the gym. Okay. Uh, so I'm really strong, but uh, we needed two people, and you were uh, 1.25 people. I was... You were 0.75 of a person, half a person. <laughs> I was using my injured arm. Right. I shouldn't have. I cannot believe I moved all that furniture that day with my arm I thought was broken. Yeah, it was it was quite uh, the scene. And I, I remember it, like halfway up, I was like, I don't think this should be. Because <laughs> we have, what do you call them? The, uh, you go up four, five stairs and then you got to turn 180 yeah, and back up. pivot. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you got to turn around. Uh, and I remember halfway up, I was like, I don't think we should be doing this. Or we could have done this. We should have done this differently. Or It was hard to figure out. Yeah, <laughs> we need like some sort of a spatial engineer to uh, to guide us. Uh, but at that point, I was like, we well, we kind of. I, I muscled it. I just pushed it. Yeah. And again, I'm really strong, but there's a, a big mark on the wall. And I see it every day, uh, but I'm reminded of the hard work it took for us <laughs> to, well, to get this place and to move in. But uh, we're, we're, we're a happy home now. Um, so in regards to the housewarming party, just some uh, thoughts I had. Uh, your brother, Cameron, Uncle Cam, Cameron, I call him, uh, he canceled at the last minute. Which meant we have too much pizza left over. Oh my gosh. I bought eight pizzas in anticipation of 20 people. Yeah. Although, Din Din, what's his name? Is his real name Aiden? Yes. Aiden. So 21 people would have been here. Eight pizzas. Uh, Cameron and uh, <laughs> Lil Jace and Eli and Cole, Uncle Cam's uh, sons, they would have helped polish off a, a pizza yeah, or two. Yeah, for sure. So we had, uh, we had, how many pizzas Five do we have? Five pizzas left over? Oh my goodness. It was it was a lot. It was Carb City. We ate pizzas the rest of the day yeah. yesterday. Yeah, uh, and uh, and then today we still had three somehow. Yeah. Um, and and I I did my part, honey. I I know I I know I ate at least one pizza. I might have eaten uh over two. I was eating. 
uh, carbs. You did your duty. Many carbs so. before Marbs. Um, but it, well, like, when it comes to Caesar, it, it's not a great pie. I, I like to call it, inoff- it's inoffensive. Like, you yeah. won't be offended if, <laughs> if you're given some Caesars. Uh, but uh, I had I reheated some of it yesterday. It was decent. Yeah. Again, the, the regular thick crust. I'm um, anti-thin crust now. Oh, okay. Even though I turned you on to thin crust. I'm still trying to get used to that. Three plus years ago. It's going to take me a while. Uh, but today, uh, so I reheated some yesterday and it was good. It was crunchy. But you reheated some this morning. <laughs> this morning. Today sometime. Me and the kids had pizza for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Parent of the year over here. <laughs> Don't call child support on us, yo. <laughs> Luna wanted her pizza straight out of the box. Yeah. She's, cold. she's, she's a different breed. She's hardcore, yo. <laughs> I like cold pizza just fine, but. Right. But it's got to be cooked that day. <laughs> you once the once the uh, the night turns into day again, uh, I, I I can't. I need to reheat it. And Little Caesars especially only goes it goes drastically right. downhill the next day. Exactly, exactly. So so I like I reheated some yesterday. It was good. You had some uh, thin crust yesterday. Yeah. And then it was but good. then today you tried to reheat it. So. So Luna's straight out of the box cold. Lennox and I microwaved our slices mm. for like 15, 20 seconds. And? It was terrible. <laughs> like, I, I was actually a little nauseous afterwards. Right. Little Caesars <laughs> does not... It's horrible. <laughs> does not uh, carry well, does not travel well. You should eat it ASAP. So, um, so this morning, uh, and if Grandma T and ever, my mom ever hears this, she will uh, cry, <laughs> cry herself uh, in the night. Uh, but we threw away... Three pizzas and a bunch of uh, pastries. We had a bunch of leftover cookies and little cake thingies yeah. from the Walmart bakery. Yeah. yeah. I said, just throw all this out. Right. Get it, it out of my sight. Right. It was about $30 worth of food. Oh, that hurts. It hurt, but it was it was, it was the right decision. It would have hurt more to eat that crap. Right, right. I don't need that. I don't need that stuff on uh, a moment on the lips, lifetime on, lifetime on the hips, as they say. Um, so we threw away... A thir- maybe it was maybe it was more th- maybe it was thirty five dollars. It was, but you know it it, it is what it is. <laughs> I blame Uncle Cam, Uncle Cameron, for not coming through. Oh no. Um. So yeah, Lil C's. If you get it, eat it. And one thing I, I wondered is because I ordered it ahead of time. Like you can go into their app or on their website, and you can. Today is May nine. Mm, yeah. Seven. Nine. May nine. <laughs> you can order uh, six pizzas for May twelfth. And you can specify in the little app or website, I want them at 3 o'clock. So oh. I I ordered eight pizzas to be ready at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Now, the Little Caesars uh, on Jefferson Boulevard, which we've been to a few times, they open at 10 a.m. just for regular walk-in customers. They open. So when you walk in, you, your job is a little... You're a Little Caesars uh, uh, chef there. You're uh, Italian. Hey, uh, I'm uh, throwing the dough in uh-huh. the air. Pizza, pizza. Um, I wonder... So you walk in, you see some uh, fat ass named Vince Nicholas has an order for eight pizzas. <laughs> Do you... At 10.01, you just start slanging those pizzas uh, in? I don't know. I because because you mentioned that when I brought them back, they were already, they were already not hot. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were near cold. I bet they had been done a lot earlier. Than right, the, that's yeah. that's what I think. They were done at ten oh one or ten oh five. Yes. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and they put them in the little uh, heat oven, the 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 little oven there. We we were too thick and, uh, for the pizza portal. Too many orders, too many pizzas. But they do have it in the little warming tray oven deal. But yeah, it was not fresh. The pizza portal keeps it warm, but 
Is there another warm where yeah, yeah, they, they have a bunch of like just ovens oh, where okay. Okay. like people who call ahead or they they have the hot and ready that they just pull out of oh, the, right. the the deal there. Um, but yeah, th- those were not fresh. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, and it's sorry to say, twenty four hours later, even right, worse. <laughs> even worse. Uh, so a few thoughts. Um, you commented that I don't like eating in front of people, or that's what you thought. I did think that. Yeah. And that's that was true when I was very uh, <laughs> obese, uh, 300 plus pounds. Uh, and it just made me think, first of all, you triggered me. Oh. I'm, I'm literally shaking right now. I'm spiraling. Um, but you, you just... <laughs> bless oh, you. Sorry. Oh, gosh. That might happen a lot. <laughs> okay. Here comes 14... <laughs> I have allergies. Here comes 14 sneezes in a row. <laughs> And then probably an F word by the fourth sneeze. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Honey. GD. Sorry. It's Sunday. Sunday. Take it's, the Lord's name it's the in the Lord's day. Um, but when I was very large, uh, I, I would not eat in front of people mm-hmm. because it was just embarrassing. Like that near the very concept of me putting a, and this would only happen at work because I had no friends at that time. Uh, the very concept of someone brought donuts or someone brought a breakfast casserole. The very, very concept, very thought of me putting food into my mouth. No, I don't eat. No, that that would be gross and disgusting. Meanwhile, uh, the second I left work, I was hitting up the drive-through, doing bang bang, and uh-huh. I so I ate all the time by myself in my apartment apartment on Howe Avenue and later uh, Rudier Road. Uh, but yeah, it it, it brought back uh, mm. just my memory, <laughs> not good memories. And uh, I, I w- and I wonder what people thought. Like, hmm, he's very fat, <laughs> yet he never. I've never seen him put a piece of food in his mouth. What's going on there? Uh, another comment. Uh, another thought from uh, the housewarming. Uh, your brothers both said this. Uh, they were kind of looking at our space, which decent space, but it's not giant. They they have bigger houses, more kids. Uh, Uncle Brandon has four. And Uncle Brent has three. Yeah. Uh, and they both remarked, uh, looking around, I miss that two-child life. Like, <laughs> it was a simpler time. Uh, just having less children, less aggravation, less going on. So we have it We have it sitting pretty, honey. Yeah. I mean, there's pros and cons. Yeah. I mean, there's pros of both. What's the pro? <laughs> <laughs> more kids, more fun. More fun. <laughs> More whining. Just I mean, kidding. I grew up in a family of four children, and it was fun. You did. It was fun times. Yeah, yeah. That, that um, I think about. Uh, I grew up in a family of three for a little while, until two left for their real mom's house. Oh. Yeah, it, it was. It was active. There was always a commotion. There was always yeah. a silliness and nonsense going on. Yeah. But as a parent. Oh gosh, as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> we we have two wild childs or wild childs, as I we think call them. Two is great for us. Right. We're at our max. <laughs> and it's a perfect, we have the perfect space yeah. uh, for, for uh, two uh, darling yes. daughter and darling son. Um, another thought is that uh, I, I kind of felt bad that we didn't have like a thing to do, an activity. And I brought up, let's watch a movie. But then uh, Uncle Uncle Brent driving 45 minutes uh, to stare, stare at a TV mm-hmm. for two hours. And they were only here for like two and a half hours. Right. And so then you don't have any time to talk and right. bond and catch up yeah. and share well, the, what's going on with your life. This is where having an outside space would help uh, because, well, there's just another place, another spot to hang in. 
another place to hang out to chat mm-hmm. um and so i i kind of and i was like well and you brought up maybe we should go for a walk and uncle brandon was like nah yeah. not really no. <laughs> my brothers were immediately like nah, nah, that's all right. <laughs> why, why do you think that is uh, just corralling corralling uh russell would have would have been a uh, little russell he's like three maybe they're tired and they just wanted to sit and mm. chill and relax yeah um but Kick their feet up yeah and you you said you just wanted to go with the flow uh yeah i don't i don't think a party needs a ton of structure yeah especially when it's well it is fun to have games mm-hmm. i like games mm-hmm. um but it's, I think like if someone spontaneously says, "Hey, let's play a game," hmm. you could do it. But I think when it comes to a party, you don't really need a itinerary. Hmm. What know. if we had karaoke? <laughs> karaoke, 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 karaoke. I'm hungry. <laughs> that that would have been a fun option. Karaoke chicken. We do uh, want to get a, a karaoke machine ASAP. Yeah, uh, and uh, one thing that. I wanted to mention is that we didn't have we didn't drink booze now oh yeah we did buy booze yeah I bought some a uh, bunch of a uh, Bud Light whatever we have you were planning seltzers. on drinking yeah I was like I'm not gonna drink before your brothers show up but I will start drinking once they do show up um, your brothers do not drink and obviously their Correct. children do not drink teetotaler is that a word <laughs> yeah did I say it right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, without so much hesitation teetotaler no teetotaler. Okay. I think that's the word. I, don't, I don't think I've ever said that out loud. <laughs> it's an odd word. It and it, it's so far removed from <laughs> I it basically means I don't drink. Uh-huh. Teetotaler. Hey Google. Hey Google. What does teetotaler mean? Teetotaler is used as a noun to mean a person who never drinks alcohol, similarly to non-drinker and abstainer. Ah, abstain- Do you want to hear how teetotaler is spelled? <laughs> New! I found several oh, get out of here. Can you go go smack her? Oh, no, don't smack her. Be nice. Shut up, lady. <laughs> don't be violent against the Hey Google. Although, Lennox Albert calls the Hey Google uh, stupid about six stupid. times a day. <laughs> um, but, so we had booze. Uh, your brothers don't drink. I was planning to drink. But we didn't drink. I didn't drink because... We do have a decent space here, but it is kind of one space. And just the proximity, everyone was kind of cloistered together. Mm-hmm. I became self-conscious. <laughs> I know. I was I was not going to drink because I am self-conscious. Yeah. And um, But I was totally fine with you drinking in yeah. front of them. I don't care. Yeah. Um... I... I, yeah, I, so and and the kids again, they were mostly up in Luna's room going nuts, but they were still in, in a tight spot with all of us. So I, I kept it sober, and I ended up eating uh, nearly <laughs> probably over two pizzas to myself. I would say, uh, why uh, eat and drink when you can just uh, drink on an empty stomach and get drunk uh-huh. faster? Um, but yeah, well, that and you talk about going, the parties and flow with booze. The flow just comes. <laughs> like I remember when I was a young man, we would just drink and things would happen or they wouldn't happen. And you would just kind of roll with it and everyone would just chat. And it seemed to flow. It seemed to take a life of its own. Um, but whereas yesterday, I, I wanted to have some, quote unquote, something to do. Uncle Brandon has oh. a pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Brandon. Well, they throw uh, <laughs> Frisbee videos up on, up on the TV. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. 
I thought it was perfectly fine. It was fine. Um, if you want to be a little bit more structured next time we have a get-together, that's fine. We could give that a go and see how it is. Mm-hmm. Compare the two experiences. Party uh, party planning. Party planning committee. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like Martin Short and uh, Father of the Bride. Um, yeah, so it was it was sober, but it was, it was chill. Um, a topic of conversation that came up uh, was uh, the homeless. And I'm sorry to say we didn't solve the problem. Uh, <laughs> we but, tried. <laughs> but we, we gave it several minutes of uh, virulent conversation. Um, but you, or I don't I forget how uh, it came up, but we brought up uh, sending them somewhere else, for yeah. lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. So if they're like, hey, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Here's a bus ticket to Columbus, Ohio. See you later. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you, you. Well, not, we won't get into specifics, but you used to work uh, with people who are unhoused or experiencing yeah. homelessness, mm-hmm. and that was a program at a time. There was a program where, and this was a long time ago. I can't remember the details. I believe they had to have proof that they had like a place, a somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. But we would pay for a one-way ticket and like anywhere in the country hmm. so they could go to a completely different state um that was a yeah it was a program we had so like i i i'm gonna crash on my boy joey lawrence's house on his couch joey lawrence star of blossom whoa <laughs> uh and then you would have to call joey lawrence is that how old? <gasps> do you remember or would it just be like i can't remember how we would i i don't think the verification of where they would be going was pr- it they wasn't just, very strict. Like, just give us an address. They just needed to fill out a form. Or, like, uh, the sworn statement from my friend, so-and-so can stay right. at my house at this address. It, was pre- uh, it wasn't super strict. So you opened it up to forgery. <laughs> Sounds like uh, the voters read, honey. Uh, but, uh, so that, but it didn't last long, the program. I believe there were some budget cuts. Yeah. Um, and we can't buy a bus ticket. <laughs> so yeah, that was one of the th- a, a bunch of services got cut and that yeah. was one of them. It's it's a quote unquote interesting idea. It's a novel approach, but uh, then Columbus, Ohio has to deal well, with this uh <laughs> narrative well. There's a, you know, a, a there's a theory of thought what's I don't know the phrase mm-hmm. that um the only so there's no really solution to solving right. homelessness. You just but you just got to move it along. Yeah. Not in my backyard. Right. That's so that's one thought around the the issue. Yeah. So a, a cop kind of saying, uh, you can't be on this lawn in front of Carl's Jr. I have nowhere response, I have nowhere to go. Cop, that's not my problem. Just don't you, <laughs> lay you don't down. You have on to this. go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the so, way. So I, I think that there's some services that were developed with that in mind. Mm-hmm. Like we'll pay for them to just get to go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know. When I nearly ran for a Citrus Heights City Council, my uh, motto was going to be, Uber the homeless to Orangevale. Oh, yeah. Which is where uh, the great Judy Farrell lives. Uh, <laughs> another thought that happened this weekend. We're recapping the weekend, folks. It's a Sunday fireside chat. Uh, I had to call Walmart customer service for a $2 refund, which <laughs> I shouldn't have called. <laughs> uh, it was mistaken communication between my uh, sparkling wife and I. Dollar and eighty-eight cents. <laughs> but we, and the, we had the product. It was just mis- you thought it was whipped cream. I- a uh, spoon in a tub. And I thought we didn't get a tub of Cool Whip. Right, Cool Whip. Exactly. We did get a bottle of the spray. Pss, right, whipped cream. Right, and so. I, I was asked. Well, anyway, it, it, it doesn't matter. 
we 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 uh what's the statute of limitations on refunds Lamar? we got a dollar a day but i had to call the customer service uh and i i thought it was and it was fairly a, a decent tra- uh, dialogue conversation there wasn't, wasn't much to it hey we need this whipped cream it was like hey no problem but then at the end of the of, of the call i think it's in their script and this goes probably this goes to several customer service i've worked i've worked in call centers but like you're as a customer service representative, when you have a customer online, you're not allowed to say goodbye. So you kind of, yeah, uh, okay, we refunded you that dollar eighty eight on the whipped cream. Okay, cool. And then it's just kind of like you just sit there. And then they come with the, uh, have I resolved all your questions? Mm-hmm. Yes, you have, uh, sir. And then a little bit more dead silence. And then, and do you uh, do you have any other questions I can help? <laughs> well, how? And then it gets awkward, as Luna Marie would say, cringe. And it's like, well, I do have a question. How are you doing, Raheem? Seriously, how's your life? Do you need a hug? How's your lady friend? Uh, but yeah, it, it gets to the you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> so customer service, just get rid of us. <laughs> I got my $2. Just say, thanks, goodbye. Just a thought. Okay. So let's get to some movie reviews. We watched, uh, well, today we watched Pride and Prejudice, uh, but we're going to review Minari and Mortal Kombat. Uh, Also, uh, so today is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, honey. Thank you. Uh, And this morning, uh, we celebrate, I gave you a card. Oh. I bought you a pair of super cute Vans, which I gave you a couple days ago because, well, I saw the Vans, I got got it ordered here, delivered here, and the return address said Vans. Yeah. And I was like, she kind of knows what they are. Uh, But uh, I got you a pair of shoes, and then uh, this morning I gave you the boom, boom. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Best Mother's Day ever. Yeah. And then uh, it was kind of, we, but we had a good day. Uh, we went to the gym. We went on a walk with the with the darling uh, Wild Childs, Wild Childs, uh, and then you wanted to watch Pride and Prejudice. You've been saying this for yes. a few. You've been saying this for months, years. I love the 2005 Keira Knightley Pride and Prejudice movie, yes. and I I don't know why I always want to sit down with you and the kids mm-hmm. and watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And then we never do. We never have. Right. So today. Well, yeah. Well, that nowadays we like to talk about watching things and. In- Instead of actually watching things, <laughs> like we will talk and talk and talk. We need to watch this. We need to stream that. And then uh, when it comes down to it, eh, we we get around to probably ten percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did watch the two thousand five Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. uh, film adaptation of the book uh, by Jane Austen. Uh, and I'll read the summary here. Uh, the film features five sisters from an English family of landed gentry. What I does that mean? I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> land, gentry. Uh, hey, Google. What does gentry mean? Gentry is used as a noun to mean people of good social position, uh, specifically in the UK, the class of people next below the nobility in position and birth, similarly to the upper classes and the upper middle class. Okay. Do you want to hear gentry used in a sentence? No, no, shh, quiet, quiet. Down, girl. Oh, she was, she was, the, the Google should, uh, I think we just lost all our one listener in Greece slash Germany slash Canada. Uh, the Google should not be on any more podcasts. Um, 
Keir Knightley, uh, oh, uh, English family landed gentry as they deal with issues of marriage, mortality, and misconceptions. Keir Knightley stars in the lead role of a, of Elizabeth Bennet, while Matthew McFadden plays her romantic interest, Mr. Darcy. And honey, what, how many times have you seen this movie? Do you, oh. Can you even guess? Oh. Uh, I've probably seen it a dozen times. Really? And it was, I, I was very, I knew about it, um, obviously, um, and I know I know about the book. I might have had to read it once in high school, and I didn't. Or I asked uh, my friend Amit Sinha to summarize it for me. That's what I did for Jane Austen. Uh, we had to read Jane Austen. I believe it was seventh grade. Oh, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine a teacher trying to get some twelve and thirteen year olds to read Jane Austen. Okay, maybe it was sophomore year. No, I, like even high schoolers. Right. Don't, just don't do that to them. Show well, them the movie. I I, I remember. I, I we had to read it. I didn't read it. Uh, the day we had a test on it, I, I turned to my friend Amit Sinha, who's a lovely gentleman nowadays, uh, and I was like, can you summarize this book for me? He's like, well, this girl. And uh, yeah, the, the quiz did not go well. That was uh, with Mr. Pyle, P-Y-L-E. I, I love the book. I've read, it's my favorite. I've read it like five or six times. Right. Um, we have it We have it on our bookshelf. But I, it's, it's uh, difficult to read. There's a lot of big w- words. It's, it's a kind very, of old-fashioned it's very dialogue. So yeah, it's I, very chunky. I would describe the dialogue. Like I love it, but I wouldn't. Writing. I don't think anyone should be forced to read it. Right. It's hard to get through. Yeah. Well, I asked you, could Lennox read it? Heck no. Heavens no. <laughs> Neither could Luna. Right. And even uh, if I, I kind of got the gist of what was going on, but some lines I just didn't understand. Yeah. Uh, a few times I had to pause because there was just a lot going on in general. We watched it with subtitles right we watch most movies with subtitles yeah but um yeah you still had to uh, pause it a few times and i told you what was going on yeah uh so obviously you love the movie but go ahead and uh, effusive uh, praise honey on on this movie okay uh it's shot so beautifully a lot of um single camera long yes following a character single camera shots no cuts no edits Mm -hmm. uh going through uh dance halls and hallways and, all at once and homes like room to room and yes. yeah it's uh, so it's really pretty uh, beautiful a beautiful english countryside yes um, so i would i can't i came up with this myself sumptuously shot gorgeous to look at plush just yeah. be- like the one scene uh where uh kira's uh confronting matthew uh uh they were they're up on a hill and then down in the lake is a beautiful lake and there's this tree on an on a small island in the middle of the lake and they're up on a hill because there's this like Greek uh ish palace pedagogue some I don't know the it's word of them. So <laughs> the flipping, structure. So flipping gorgeous. Um yeah, so my uh my review is uh, the dialogue. The dialogue yeah. was just top to bottom, uh left to right, beginning to end. Sharp, witty, clever, hilarious, smart, and different. Uh, just you, you compare compare this movie's uh, script to uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Okay, <laughs> it's not even night and day. It's like night and then uh, night on Earth, and night on Earth, and then day in uh, on a uh, Jupiter. It's it's so it's just a huge uh, uh, difference. Mm-hmm. Drastic. It's, it's sharp and witty and clever and. Uh, a lot of the uh, lines made us laugh, but yeah. I, I also noticed not just the dialogue, but a lot of like physical, like very, um, like someone will just look 
give mm-hmm. a look when mm-hmm. something funny happens or just like mm-hmm. someone will move the way the physical things that they chose right. to do yeah. were so funny and they yeah. like really added to the story right well obviously i mean i guess that could be in the book kira uh glances wincefully at matthew <laughs> uh but yeah you're right uh the the actors and actresses giving glances and, and they got that goes to the director who i forgot his name joe roth no joe, joe right joe Right, Edgar Wright. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whoever shot it. Sorry, uh, Joe. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've I have great admiration for that kind of writing, being able to construct that kind of back back and forth uh, conversation and dialogue. Um, it's a lot of the reasons I admire uh, Quentin Tarantino. His mm. writing is just so good and uh it, it's stuff and it's it's conversations that you've never heard before and yeah. uh on a different level and that's what movies should be not dumb and basic and pedestrian and we're trying to get to the next monster fight so here's a dumb <laughs> uh line of dialogue um and it, like we said lots of uh beautiful uh dance scenes yeah. Um, oh, the ball scenes are great. The ball scenes where they have to do this dance, and obviously it's all prepared and rehearsed, and they got to practice. Uh, uh, but they're doing this. It's not great dancing. I mean, it's not Wade Robson uh, in sync. Uh, it's gonna be me, Michael Jackson dancing. But there's choreography <laughs> uh-huh. going on. You got to memorize and you got to clap your hands and stuff. <laughs> Does um, he do? And, but they're they're doing these moves while reciting this intricate, complex dialogue yeah. and it was it just blew me away i wanted to watch like behind the scenes of the dancing the rehearsing and oh i bumped into you while i said while i messed <laughs> up this line mm-hmm. i would love to see that and just that kind of movie takes a lot of effort and a lot of care and a lot of takes and rehearsing and which just makes me just love it even more just appreciate it yeah. even more a couple um, quick things also yes. um uh, the soundtrack or what's not the soundtrack score the score yes. is really beautiful mm-hmm. really adds to it and um i also love uh like the house all the houses that it's shot in yes. and like the home the family home of the bennetts mm-hmm. i, I want to just go wander around that house it was so yeah it just looks really cool yeah and the costumes and everything yeah the costumes the furniture the curtains yeah. on the every window. little detail yeah it's just like a beautiful jeez uh, they they go into uh mr darcy or was it Judy Dench's house, whatever, where the where uh, Mr. Darcy's sister is playing the piano, oh, yeah. and she she's in this long ass piano that's beautiful, and then there's this huge ass painting right behind her. Yeah, uh, it, it was just it's gorgeous. It's something. It's something to look at visually, and again, the the, the dialogue, unbelievable. Um, but uh, uh, some just a couple more thoughts on the movie, the chauvinism, <laughs> the misogyny. <laughs> of, do you think? Do you think this? was like this like girls oh yeah and women were desperate to find a rich man yeah really yeah well there there was like i'm not an expert but there was laws and stuff like Mm -hmm. the woman could not like their cousin mr collins was going to inherit Mm -hmm. everything after the dad died because girls were not allowed to inherit he was short had bad hair yes (laughs) and and like there were very few ways that women could earn a living or make any sort of money ah. um so yeah you if you had to marry rich uh, you had to what is it the taliban over there <laughs> um wow okay so 
<laughs> and it was written by Jane Austen in that time. Was it? Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, See, she, I, this was, she was like making observations about the world oh, around her. Oh, okay. And wow. she was writing stories about it. You're blowing my mind. I, I, for whatever reason, I thought Jane Austen was a female writer in whatever the 1960s who dreamed this up. But okay, no, wow. yeah, she was she was writing about her the contempor- her contemporary time, okay. wow. the time she lived in. Heck, of fascinating! And you just dropped a no, yeah, honey. I did penalty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but well, I guess that's just a comment on the time. Much chauvinism, much misogyny. Much mis- misogyny. You bring up Collins, and he wanted one sister, and then. But the mom was like, that sister's taking yo. And he was like, and she was like, well, how about my, other, how about Kira Knightley? And he's like, mm, and uh, an acceptable alternative or yeah. something like that. Uh, so misogyny, chauvinism, sexism <laughs> abounds. Um, but the the way Kira Knightley plays it and she, she's her own woman and she's a strong woman. Um, lots of curtsying, uh, very formal, formal AF. Yeah. And, Talk about Meghan Markle uh, in the Oprah interview, uh, whining about curtsying in front of the Queen. These people were curtsying every 15 seconds. <laughs> yes. every, and every time a woman entered the room, the man would stand. Right. And every time they said goodbye, they would curtsy to right. each other. A lot of standing up, a lot of sitting down. Uh, the like strong Luth- thigh muscles. <laughs> right. They don't skip leg day. It's like a, a Lutheran church service. Um but yeah, I loved it. Laughed out loud several times. Just in awe of uh, Jane Austen's writing and dialogue. That girl, that girl Jane, she's going places. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I, I yeah. didn't know because I love it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, all these things we've been discussing. Yeah. I, that's how I, you know, the reasons I love it. But yeah. I kind of didn't know how you were going to feel about it. Yeah. You, so well, I'm you, really glad you liked it. Yeah. You, you love reading and that's an excellent adaptation. And I, yeah. I asked you... Well, what's the book like? And you said it's pretty much the same kind of chunky dialogue. Oh, uh, the dialogue is very similar. Yeah. The book is obviously a lot more long-winded, much more scenes and conversations and details. Right. But I think it's a very good adaptation. Absolutely. Uh, loved it. And we tried to get uh, uh, Darling Son, Lennox Albert, to watch. <laughs> he was in for about five minutes. I knew the kids weren't going to be into it. That's yeah. fine. Darling Luna was so, from her uh, a loft, from a loft in her loft from on the third story. Excuse me. She kind of paid attention, kind of dipped in and out, wanted to know yeah. what was going on. But it was like we're trying to watch this, uh, and you really got to pay attention. You really yeah. got to focus. Um, it's it's a lot to take in, but loved it. Thank you for bringing it to me, honey. I I, I really appreciate it. Awesome. It was it was excellent. Uh, way to spend a couple hours uh, with my sparkling wife on Mother's Day. Oh, and you did talk to your mom, Liz Fisher, oh, and yeah. we mentioned that we watched it, and I was carrying on <laughs> with my uh, high praise like I am now, and uh, your mom, uh, Liz Fisher, said, you just went up uh, two points in my book, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> I love you even more. <laughs> so uh, uh, much much uh, love to uh, Liz Fisher, and winning points with Liz Fisher, you can yeah. never go wrong. Best son-in-law. Okay, let's move on to uh, Minari. Uh, nominated, I, I didn't even get the summary. Uh, some a <laughs> Korean American family moves to the Midwest, Nebraska slash Arkansas slash Alabama, <laughs> somewhere, and they try to begin farming and uh, try to make a life for themselves. Hijinks ensue, and they're poor. Uh, and then they get their grandma to move with them to a sort of, <laughs> sort of a tra- kind of. Uh, Flatten their uh, their uh, discontent or, or kind of help out. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's it was nominated for best picture. Uh, 
and the uh, grandma who I just mentioned uh, was nom- actually one for won. best supporting. Yes, best supporting actress. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what was your uh, reaction, hot take to uh, Minari? What did you think, honey? I enjoyed it as I-, I found the little son to be super cute and funny. He mm-hmm. reminded me so much of Lennox. Yeah, absolutely. Like some things were just like spot on. The when tank tops. The outfits, the <laughs> shorts and tank top with the rain boots. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Lennox lived in that outfit. Yeah, for a those good year. dinosaur rain boots, right? <laughs> yes. Or were they alligators? <laughs> I think dinosaur. Yeah. Um, and that scene when the little kid is trying to peel a banana and couldn't, he was struggling. Oh, oh my gosh. So Lennox. Oh my gosh. Lennox, <laughs> Lennox he did it once. He, he has successfully done it a few times. But he can't do it consistently. Yeah, and he gets really stressed out when he has to try yeah. to peel a banana for and, himself. And and opening Slim Jims is difficult. Yeah. And uh, small packs of peanuts. <laughs> he's getting better. Yeah, he's got, well, he doesn't lift, honey. I, I keep telling him, join me in the garage. Get those dumbbells in the air bro um, um but did you like it or? Um, yes uh, it was all right yeah um it was kind of i, I thought it lacked in climax mm-hmm. and a- absolutely. like it lacked in uh, much of a story yes um like a, a la nomad <laughs> yes yes very similar the little yeah. boy while super cute i thought he was a bad actor it, it, oh, it kind of took me dear. out i thought that the little daughter was really good at yeah. her acting she and delivering of her line. Yeah. yeah. She seemed more natural, but he, uh, and he had a lot, he had a big role, the yeah. little boy. Well, he, how much can a little boy act? Uh, I, well, true. It's just, See, was just a hurtful comment, honey. It's just like, you could tell he was like reciting lines. Right. Whereas the girl, the daughter was more, this seemed yeah, more she was natural. More emotive. Uh, one to 10. Well, how, Pride and Prejudice, by the way, for me, 10, yo. Yeah. 10 plus. Yes. 10. Uh, um, Minari, 1 to 10, honey. 6? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, my 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 thoughts are, uh, it was quite a, quiet, contemplative, yeah. meditative. Uh, one would say boring, and that one <laughs> being me. Uh, there's a few times in the movie uh, that hint of something is off. Or askew, or creepy, or scary, or weird. That something is gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, it felt like there's foreshadowing. Right. But then it, it it came. Nothing came of it. Right. Like there's something more going on, and yeah. so you're waiting for the M Night Shyamalan uh, Shyamalan uh, revealer. You're just waiting for something, but it does not pan out. Yes. Um, and the ending, uh, it was fine. It's an ending, but it was just so nothing. Uh, I mean the. Yeah. It, spoiler alert the grandma knocks over some fire the grandma and, sets fire and, and the barn and he loses his crops and yeah. that's the end okay like i my and the fact that it was a best picture nominee yeah no it, it was not no it was not a best picture it was it was not a good movie <laughs> um and and what's more outrageous i'll tell you honey um the old lady Grandma uh, did not deserve the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. She reminded me of my own grandma. Rest in power. She's mm-hmm. passed. She played a, an old Asian lady grandma. Yeah. And that's who she was. There was nothing uh, unique or spellbinding or explosive or different yeah. or unique. I said unique twice. <laughs> uh, there, was, there was just nothing more to it. And so the fact that she got the Oscar and got to uh, be within uh, one foot of Brad Pitt and maybe even hold his hand, well, it, 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 it 
just it, it blows my mind. It, she was fine, but she, you're right. There wasn't anything super yeah. great or memorable, remarkable about it. Yeah. You gave it a six? I guess. I would give it a three, I guess. <laughs> I um, always rate things a lot higher than I should. Yeah. I don't know why I do that. Well, you're, you're glass half full. I'm <laughs> glass is completely empty. Uh, let's move on to Mortal Kombat. Now, as a man, Mortal Kombat spelled with a K. Every once in a while, you just got to watch something. Uh, this happened with Tenet. My uh, sparkling wifey <laughs> didn't want to watch it. Yeah. My uh, wild childs, wild childs uh, didn't particularly care for it. So I watched Tenet by myself. I mean, I was in the house and everyone yeah. was here. I watched a few minutes with you here and there. Yeah. Uh, same with Bad Boys 3, which I watched oh, 10% yeah. of. <laughs> I will finish that one day. Uh, but Mortal Kombat, it was, I think it was a Sunday. Uh, afternoon i was like i'm gonna watch mortal kombat and uh <clears throat> lennox kind of came in and out you sort of stayed with it i i was with you the whole time on the couch but i think i was looking at my phone a lot right and lennox had no interest but then I, he did watch a lot of it and mm-hmm. uh, after seeing... we had to tell him to turn <laughs> turn his head because some of it was very gruesome oh my gosh he should not have watched any of it really <laughs> bad words super gruesome uh, my gosh the violence again please wow. don't call child support uh, but, uh, so my review, my thoughts are, uh, there was some really cool fighting scenes, uh, moves or whatever in it. Um, and, but there was, at the same time, there was some not so great fighting scenes that were just <laughs> dumb and cheesy <laughs> and look bad. Um, one guy, so he discovers his superpower and then he changes into whatever his superhero, uh, his alter new character, his new uh, personality is. And he has this like kind of cool, shiny uh, top, long sleeve uh, sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. But then he was wearing like sweatpants. <laughs> and I was like, did the budget? <laughs> did, did, was his wardrobe just like, uh, we don't have money. So uh, just, just wear those uh, uh, black sweats in the corner there. Um, but I, it was... It was kind of cool. Like it was, it's about uh, some young guys trying to discover their new skill, and so they're practicing and training and failing. Because uh, the bad guys are coming to take over Earth. Right, the bad guys are coming to take over Earth. Uh, so they got to up their game and discover this skill. So a lot of falling in the sand, <laughs> a lot of uh, failures, a lot of get back up, Tiger. You can do it. Um, I thought that was that was pretty cool. Um, just uh, it was cool to see them uh, kind of bond, but still be uh, still be at each other's uh, throats, not get along, as it were. Um, one particular uh, scene, uh, there was a shield, not the Captain America shield, shield, but uh, the shield, and it was turned into a, a saw blade, which was really cool, and it sliced someone oh. straight in half. Oh. That was that was a good time. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, now, there's been lots of complaints, and by lots, I mean uh, John Campia and Chris Stuckman, about <laughs> uh, the f- the editing of the film fights. Like, it was too too many quick cuts, oh. too much chopping around, too much uh, jerky cam and shaky cam. My reaction is, it, it looked like all these stupid fights on these dumb movies. Yeah. It was no different. It was it was no better. It was no worse. It was the same. So, I don't know. I'm not out here getting Stuckmanized. Um <laughs> One, the standout was Kano, Kano. Uh, he was kind of like Conor McGregor uh, with a sense of humor. Um, we had, to, uh, like I said, we had to tell the Tiny Terror, aka Darling Son, uh, to not look at the screen, mint screen, many, many times. Um, 
And the main bad guy wore uh, too much mascara like an Asian <laughs> Pete Wentz. <laughs> you like that reference, honey? Uh-huh. Uh, it took me 15 minutes earlier today. Uh, it's Mortal Kombat. It's trash. It's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, it was, again, it was inoffensive, much like the Little Caesars pizza. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's not great. It's not it, It's not. Uh, a, a horrifying waste of time. Comparing it to Little Caesars is a, a perfect analogy. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, so yeah, so that's it. Uh, okay, well that was our housewarming uh, recap. Uh, what what happened to us this weekend? Uh, we reviewed Pride and Prejudice, uh, Minari, and Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat one out of ten, I would give a solid five. It was, oh. It was it was not it was inoffensive. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Little Caesars on the first day. Yes. Not the, the second day. Yeah. Was not it was not Little Caesars second day. There you go. That was Minari. Minari was Little <laughs> Caesars second day. Mortal Kombat, fresh Little Caesars, Minari, day two uh, so old. Mortal uh, Kombat deserved all those nominations. That's what <laughs> you're saying. Oh, gee. <laughs> if it gets nominated for Best Picture, there's something really wrong with the Academy. Uh, okay. Well, that's the end of the program. It's been fun, but not really. Let's all try a little harder next time. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, or don't. Do whatever you want. You're a grown-up. Make your own decisions. Do what's best for your family. Please be sure to use our promo code for HelloFresh. We don't have a promo code for HelloFresh. Goodbye. I love you. We love you. We hope you have a good day today and tomorrow. And yeah, I may have... uh, Called out uh, Rahim, who who probably may work for a Walmart customer service for not hanging up. You hang up. No, you hang up. But I'm still a good person. We're still good people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day slash night. Bye bye.